to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Welcome back to God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. I am your host, Reese, and wow, I hope that you are having a beautiful Monday. I really do. If you are new here, welcome. Please make sure to connect with me on Insta at The Resilient PA, and you can also visit the website at TheResilientPA.com. I have all of my social media handles, including my email address, if you want to send me a direct message after you listen to the show. And if you have been rocking with me for a minute, hey girl, hey. Hey boy, hey, I'm happy that you were able to find this podcast today or you're joining me again today for another one of our weekly episodes. So let's start with asking the question, why do you feel like you need to rush the events in your life? And that can go towards any category in your life, okay? This can go towards career, this can go towards love and kids and, you know, the whole nine, everything that we love to um, paint the picture that if you're not married by a certain age, then you'll never be. Or if you don't have kids by a certain age, because due to the biological time clock, which I know all about, um, it, it's, it's traumatic for you, or it's going to be a hard birth, or why bother, or you're an old maid, or da-da-da-da, like all the negative things society love to um, push in our face, that's just not true, and um, everybody's life, like everybody in the world is not going to be married at 21, Everybody in the world is not going to have a baby before 30. I mean, I know you guys like to believe this, but it's it's just not. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Um so let's 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 d- get into this because I mean, even I too thought that this was the way that I had to think because growing up I mean, girls are conditioned at a very young age with playing with Barbie dolls and we're we're learning how to play the role of, you know, the authentic woman, like just being at home, cooking and cleaning and take care of the kids. But women are so much more like we see this now more than ever in the 21st century. Women are leading, especially black women in the business world being entrepreneurs, um, we're going back to school or we're going to school. We're getting these degrees out here. Like we are doing the thing. Okay. We're so much more than somebody's little wife or somebody to have kids with. And all the while those might be needs and desires and wants like who doesn't want to be. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that don't want to be married, but I know personally I do. I do aspire to to be married one day, but it's whenever God sees fit, because if you rush a relationship or you rush marriage with the wrong person, it can destroy you. And so it can ruin you. It's it's very expensive to get a divorce. Um, And then after all that, then it's going to take you time to heal so that you can be ready whenever the person who you were supposed to be with in the beginning comes along. 
Um, or if you're that scorned or that scarred to begin with, you might end up missing them completely because you got in a, in a relationship with the wrong person and married the wrong person to start with. And we don't have that type of time to be wasting. We just don't have that type of time. Okay. Life is too short. I say that all the time. We don't have that type of time to be wasting. So going back to what I originally said, a lot of us are not going to be married by 25. The ones who are, that's a blessing. I'm happy for you. But I mean, I want everybody to keep in mind that just because someone is married, you don't know everything about their relationship. Their relationship could be great. Their relationship could look at just exactly like the pictures that they post. And then on the other hand, their relationship can be rocky. They could be going through things behind doors that we know nothing about, but we have it in our mind that they're perfect because that's what they want. Like that's what they've putting out there. That's the picture that they're painting. They're taking, you know, all these things, but to us, they look perfect on the outside, but on the inside, it's not. And so you have to be careful what you're begging God for, what you're asking God for, because it might not be exactly what you want. And the Lord knows what he wants to give you and what he doesn't. And if you consistently asking him and he don't give it to you, then that's a sign that either he's not ready and it's not your time or it's just not the right person or whatever. And a simple way to make sure that you avoid this is to always invite God into all of your relationships that you have. Whenever you, before you start dating someone or taking it to that level, you need to pray about that person and God will expose and show you before you even waste your time. And sometimes it's not even God exposing anything to you. Sometimes the person show you exactly who they are. It's just that you don't want to believe it because you want to be in a relationship so bad that you're willing to accept what they're giving you just to say that you have somebody. And there's people out there like that. And I know some people and I mean, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. At one point I was that girl too, which is exactly why right now I'm single. I'm single and um, I've been single for a while and I like being single right now. And I'm pretty sure at some point I'll be ready for a relationship. Um, and I think maybe I am almost there. I just needed a couple of years to heal. And I feel like almost I'm almost there. I'm almost ready to get back out there. But for a while there, I didn't want to hear nothing about no relationship because that wasn't even nowhere on my radar. Um, and I do know some women who are business women who are well in their 30s and they're not married and they don't have any kids. But society tells us that since they don't have any kids or they're not married, then something's wrong with them. And it's not like, how come people don't look at men who are married by 30 and say, ew, something's wrong with you. Like, why is it always the women? Why? Like, why? Why don't men get the same heat we do? And if you guys do get that type of heat, I'm so sorry, but obviously I'm not a man. So I don't know what goes on in the on the male side of things. But on the female side of things, we get all the heat. Like when we're not married by, you know, 25, 26, we see all of our friends and everybody getting engaged. We're like, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Da, 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 da. And then you start to go into a panic. And I'm just like, but why? Why is it this way? 
And I mean, I think that this is a topic that really needs to be addressed because I would like to see society normalizing women getting married at any age and having kids after 35, even though after the age of 35, it is considered a high risk or geriatric pregnancy. But nowadays, the way medicine is set up, we have everything that we need um, to see you once a month um, or once a week, the closer it gets to birth and um, monitoring everything by ultrasound and doing blood work and different. I mean, not to go all medical because you guys know I don't talk about my medical background much or what I do much, but you guys know I am a PA. So um, there's things that can be done and OBGYN is not my specialty either, but I still know, you know, about some of the things that are out there and some of the things that can be done. And I also have friends who specialize in OBGYN. So it's pretty cool. And it was one of my top three before I graduated from school um, that I wanted to go into. And I'm I'm still hopeful that at some point between now and retirement, I will do OBGYN one day. But I'm off of my soapbox because this podcast is definitely not about me, which is why I I don't ever try to mention any of the stuff that I do um, as far like professional wise, because that's not what this podcast is about. But um, yeah, so you can definitely apply this type of mindset, this type of thinking to your career, your dreams, your aspirations, whatever. Like, why do you think everything has to happen by tomorrow or by tonight? Like, do you feel like you're missing out on something? Why can't you embrace the journey and live in the now? Um, why can't you appreciate where God is taking you and where God has you now? Uh, why can't you see how you are becoming better, how you're blossoming, how you're planting? how you're, you know, how God is expanding your territory right where you are. And it's like tunnel vision. It's like not, not just in, in reference to marriage, but it's like tunnel vision until I get what I want. And I feel like that type of thinking robs us of the present and it robs us of the joy that we could have, the memories that we could make, the places we could go, the emotions we could feel um, if we would let ourselves be in the present. But we're so focused on the next thing that we or where, what we ultimately want that we can't even enjoy where we are. And I know for me, it took a long time for me to focus on the now because I was so concerned about my future. I am a type A person. I really am. Um, And I wanted to be in medicine so bad, but I didn't kill myself trying to get here. I strategically got here without, you know, dragging myself down. But for me, this type of thinking came after I graduated from PA school, because I was already in that mindset of go, 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 go. And I didn't know how to sit down and be still because in PA school, and for those out there that's been in medical school, nursing school, like, you know, it's rough. There's a test just about every other week or a quiz or 
OSCE or something that's done, um, pharmacology, I mean, something, and you constantly have to be in the books. And if you're not, you feel guilty if you're out enjoying yourself because you feel like you should be in the books. And that feeling didn't go away for me. Um, When I finished school, I kept um, going and I kept thinking, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Um, And I didn't want to focus on what I have already accomplished and what I have already done in my life because I was so focused on what I haven't done. And that's hard for me to say out loud because it's true. But I did not I did not appreciate my own work. I did not appreciate my own accomplishments because once I got them, I was on to the next thing. It was enough that I celebrated momentarily, but I was like, okay, time to get up and go to the next goal, the next thing, the the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And that's just the way my mind is set up. But that's not always a good thing. That's not always a good thing to have that go, 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 go mentality. It is in some things and it is for some, you know, in some seasons, but not in everyone. At some point, you do want to slow down and stop to smell the roses and be happy and be content where you are for a little while before going to the next thing. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't pursue it, um, but maybe you should give yourself a break sometimes. And that's was one of the lessons I had to learn. Um Please make time to smell the roses and enjoy life. Life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to be enjoyed. You you really do stress yourself out and stress does all sorts of things to the body. And oh, Lord, and when and if and when, because only God knows when it's not or when it's going to happen or whatever you're stressing about, if it's going to happen, if it's not going to happen, but stressing about it doesn't make it come quicker. It doesn't get you there any faster. It doesn't get you any closer to your goals. Um, Matthew 6 and 25, Jesus commanded us not to worry about the needs of, of this life. Jesus said, for this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Trusting God is the antidote for fear and worry. And seriously, he said that plain and simple, Matthew 6 and 25. So since God told us not to do these things, I'm sure he will take care of all of our needs. He he would never tell us something detrimental that he didn't have a plan for or have a back. You know, like God don't set us up. So, I mean, why worry when he has like, oh, God, if you're here, it's for a reason. He made a purpose for each and every one of us. And only he knows this purpose and when it's going to happen and where we're going to be and where it's wherever he wants us to be. It's whenever he wants it to happen. Why are you worrying about things that you have no control over? Let it go because you're getting bags under your eyes. You're giving yourself headaches. You're ending up in the ER with panic attacks and all these other things because you're worrying about things that you have no control over. Let it go. Let it go because that literally is a reflection of your faith. It literally is when you sit and you worry about things you have no control over. And I'm guilty of it myself. I mean, we all do it. God didn't make us knowing or thinking that we would ever be perfect. So we're all guilty of it. But the most that I guess he could ever ask for is that we try uh, that we try. And so or that we make an improvement. And like I said, plenty of times before this podcast is all about growth. 
and that you come out better than what you did listening to every single episode. At least you got something from it and it helped to change your life or your perspective and it caused you to have new patterns of behavior and new thought pro like that's the whole point okay so there is nothing we need to do especially when we are walking in our purpose I think I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day and the host mentioned that God will establish our needs himself so we don't need to pull all-nighters or we don't need to do anything spectacular he will do it You do what you can, but he will ultimately make the connections and get you to where he needs you to go because it is his purpose that we will be fulfilling. So if you need a sign, this is it. I need you to slow down. God has planned out your whole life, not you, but God has planned out your whole life. God has planned out your whole life, meaning Please enjoy where you are now. Do not rush, but enjoy the process, okay? I think the only scripture I want to give you guys really was Matthew 6 and 25. I'm not going to give you a lot of scriptures today, but I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. So, Father God, Father God, Father God, you gave us such a word on today. This was such, this was something that needed to be discussed. I know a lot of people suffer from anxiety and a lot of people suffer with a lot of things. Um, And most of it comes from us taking on things that was never meant for us to carry. And God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your guidance. And I definitely thank you for making things as clear as possible. And if we would just take the time to spend time with you and actually read the word, we would know these things. And even if we needed to be reminded every single day, we could be intentional like we talked about in other episodes and make sure that we incorporate the word in our daily lives so that we don't have to be scrambling or in wonder when it comes time for when, when it matters the most, um, God, I hope that everybody listening to this podcast got something from it and that the troubled um, ones, the people who need you the most, Father God, um, everybody that's going through something that's really, really hard right now, they feel lost. I pray that you give them guidance, that you speak to them through many or plenty of channels that you have of reaching us. I pray that through their prayer or meditation or their reading, God, you speak to them through the word. I pray that you give them strength for their breakthrough and guidance on a daily basis. I pray over their family and their situations, their finances, anything that may be harming them or hurting them mentally. Father God, I pray against strongholds. I pray against mind binding spirits. Father God, I pray against stagnation and procrastination. Father God, I pray that you cover over all of your children and get us through this week. In your name, I pray. I love you, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. All right. I truly enjoy the time we get to spend together every other week. Um, Like I always say, if you need to connect with me, please visit the website. I also have all of my social media handles, Facebook, YouTube, whatever platform is best for you. You can reach out to me there. Um, I truly like I just I need time like this. This episode took a lot out of me, but I feel like at the same time I was talking to you guys, I was talking to myself And, um, yeah, after this, I'm definitely going to go and pray. Um, but I hope that you guys have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.
you for tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.